What are all of these signals my body is giving me to show what's the bigger picture? What's the deeper health issue here? I think we're always looking for the answers externally. Like we're looking for the doctor to tell us the answer. We want to show up. We want to walk away with the simple answer. But the answers are not always simple, but also we're smart and, and we might have the answers within ourselves. What are the signals your body is giving to you? Our bodies are so smart. They're so smart. We just have to listen. This is the Well To You Podcast. And we are your hosts, Caitlin and Sue. We are moms, Pilates enthusiasts, health coaches, and supporters of all things wellness. We are here to remind you that a holistic approach to wellness allows you to thrive in a life of health, happiness, and vitality. Welcome to today's episode of the Well To You podcast. Today, Caitlin and I are going to talk about all things health and the health pillar of the circle of life. Welcome. Welcome. This is one of those pillars of the circle of life that I always forget about, which is odd because it's such a big topic, but I think I just always assume that all of the pillars are health. But when you really think about it as it's own standalone piece of the pie, it really does make a lot of sense, particularly where I am right now, because as we're recording this, I am just getting over being down for an entire week with the flu. You don't realize how incredibly important health is until you don't have it. (laughs) And that's just like this little illness that I'm going through. I mean, we have both shared our own stories overall, and we've both struggled with health, even in a bigger sense as well. And so I think that is why it is one of these pillars of the circle of life, because all roads lead back to health, but it is in itself so important to think about. I love sort of doing this activity with my clients of sort of like a health inventory because I feel like, you know, when we have these health issues that sort of span a lot of time in our life, I feel like they just become a part of who we are and the the way that we feel becomes Mm -hmm. like the status quo. So like maybe we're always dealing with a particular health issue. Mm-hmm. But it's like almost like it becomes part of us. So when someone says, how you feel? We're like, yeah, we feel great. Mm-hmm. But then when you really sit down and write down like, you know, what are the things that, you know, impact your everyday life? What's, you know, holding you back from, you know, feeling your best? The list is sometimes kind of long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, too, you know, we've talked about this before this season where exactly what you said, like my identity became my lack of health because I was so sick for a decade. And I almost disassociated with this idea of the potential for health because that just kind of made me more depressed. It felt so out of reach for me because I was so 
sick in so many ways. I had so many health problems that just were like one after another, after another. So it wasn't even like I was striving for health at the time. It was just like striving to survive. And I think that we see that in a lot of our clients or just out there in the world, people who are, you know, dealing with health issues which I think is also one of the reasons why people are so quick to take like medications and everything because it is a quick fix. Yeah. You're not necessarily healthy, but you're just not dealing with those symptoms that make you feel unhealthy. And I get that. I mean, when you're just like, oh my God, I'm just trying to survive. But then on the flip Mm -hmm. side, I do remember all of a sudden when I was like, oh, is this what it's supposed to feel like? Is this what healthy feels like? Is this what normal people feel like when they're when they say, quote unquote, I'm healthy? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, I never want to go back to that. I, I never want to yeah. go back to that. And it wasn't like I did those things to myself, but I found this new drive to maintain that healthy feeling that I hadn't had in in 10 years. Yeah. So in my 20s, I struggled like with migraines. So I had migraines like five and six times a week. I feel like I talked about this way back a million episodes ago in my story. But they did become just like a part of something I pushed through Mm -hmm. every day. Like, you know, just take the medicine, go to work. And when I had COVID in November, it actually kind of brought them back and not five or six times a week, but I got a few like really bad migraines that I hadn't had in years. And I was like, I can't believe like that this is what I dealt with all of the time. Yes. It was just, it was such a big reminder for me of like how far I've come and the lack of feeling good that I was willing to deal with back then. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think I think that there are like health is is a scale. Are we ever like fully healthy? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel pretty healthy now despite getting over the flu. But I mean, gosh, I haven't I haven't been sick like that. Like even when I had COVID, I wasn't sick like that. I was so so sick last week and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like, wow, it hit me so hard. And I'm like, I thought I was a healthy person. How, how did it get me so bad? And I mean, I think it's just, you know, it's virus. So obviously you just get sick, but exactly like you said, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this is what this feels like. It feels like it's been so long since I've really felt so horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh my gosh, I used to feel like that all the time, exhausted or, and so like whether you're sick with like a virus for a week or you have health issues like high blood pressure or high cholesterol or migraines or gut issues or all of those things. I mean, what is health? What, what is what is health? And I remember when I started my program with IIN and I think it was like the very first lecture that like if you look up the definition of health in the dictionary, the definition is something like the lack of illness or disease. Like it's so it's yeah. so simplified. You're healthy if you don't have 
illness or disease, which I think is so mm-hmm. black and white. Like it's not, you can't possibly sum up health to be like, well, I'm healthy. I don't have a disease and I'm not currently sick. So I'm healthy. And I just remember listening to to that lecture thinking, no, health is so much more than that. And you know that health is so much more than that when you've struggled with not having it. So Caitlin, can you name a couple things that like stand out to you that are like indicators to you that you are in a state of good health? Like just like a couple simple things that like show you when you're in a good place with your health. Oh, that's such a great question. So now my kind of barometer is my energy levels. If I feel like I have good energy levels within reason, like I am also a projector. And so like I burn out quickly. So it's like my energy levels last for about four hours in general. (laughs) But if I am like if I can't even get through like my strong four hours without being exhausted, then I know something's going on my gut. So that was where I really had my problems before. And it is now kind of one of the first signs for me. That's one of the first things my body says, Hey, Caitlin, time to time to start taking care of yourself because I'll start having lots of GI issues and you know that's like the trigger point. So my energy, my gut, and then I think also just like my zest for life, which is not maybe something that a lot of people would connect with health per se, but I know from being so ill, I was like a shell of a person and I had no zest for life because I literally was just surviving. And so I had to find that deeper thing to say like, hey, we're heading down a path that's not the healthiest. And I do things now that are like not the healthiest. And I know that. But the first thing is usually my gut. So like we've talked about it before, I do enjoy the more than occasional libations. And that's like my health downfall. And it is my gut that will tell me, hey, you're, you're straying too far, get, get it back. And I don't want to go down that path before because that was the th- that was like the crux of my issues was my gut before. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah, I think for me, waking up tired is Mm -hmm. like a big sign. Like Mm -hmm. when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, God, I just need to stay in bed. That's Mm -hmm. like a real sign for me that I need to figure something out. And that's something, uh, you know, I don't think my dad listens to this podcast because I don't want him to feel bad. But since my dad got sick in March and I think it was a combo of like the emotional stress of it the physical stress of like caring for another person and having like sort of that responsibility on your shoulders. I have, like, I feel like every day I wake up and I'm like, oh God, I just need like a day to just not move. Mm-hmm. And so that's like a big sign. And, and I have not, you know, I'm not really listening to it right now. So recording yeah. this episode is a nice <laughs> chance for me to reflect yeah. <laughs> on that. And yeah. then for me, it's always headaches, like because headaches is my thing, migraines. And so I have never really been able to 
completely be free of of headaches completely like so I have been able to have times where I'm totally free of like a migraine because for mm-hmm. me like a migraine is a whole other level than a headache mm-hmm. because there's a systemic reaction my yeah. stomach my you know there's so many things like when I get a, an actual true migraine the next day I have like a hangover from it mm-hmm. like I am so exhausted so it affects my full system yeah. But I've never, so I've been able to get rid of those, but I've never, for periods of time, but I've never been able to really get rid of headaches. Like, I'm just such a sensitive person. Like, you know, I'm the person who can get on the, when I used to work in Philly, I would take the train in. And like, if somebody came on with like a strong cologne, I would have to go to another car. Like, <laughs> I would literally, because I would end up with a headache for the rest of the day. Yeah. So that's something. But when those start to become more frequent and more frequent, that's like a really big sign for me that I need to to figure out what's going on and, and dive mm-hmm. back in deeply. And I think for me, the, the challenge, and this is what I'd like our listeners to think about, is actually listening to your body and yeah. like connecting and evaluating what your body is telling you. Because I spent a lot of years, like the signs were there mm-hmm. and I was seeing them, but I wasn't listening to them, right? So it was like really just easier to be totally disconnected from my body Mm -hmm. and ignore all those signs. And so it's a matter of figuring out like, how do you slow down and listen to what your body is telling you? And, And I think both Caitlin and I, this is like a work in progress for us. Like we, yes, we can do it, but we also struggle. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the exact same thing for our listeners is the theme between what both of us are talking about is that we do know those very subtle signs now of when we're out of balance and, you know, we know like, okay, we're heading down a less than healthy pathway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you see people that maybe do have chronic illnesses. It's not their fault. Or, or maybe it is sometimes. It's, you know, sometimes chronic illness is <laughs> people's fault or the food that we eat or, you know, the lifestyle choices that we have. It is easier to become disconnected and not pay attention to those signs sometimes. Because mm-hmm. when you do pay attention to those signs, it's going to give you answers that you might not want to hear. And you're going to have to make changes that you might not want to have to change. And again, that goes back to kind of like our Western medicine type culture that instead of tapping into and tuning into when I eat that food, it does this to my body. When I do that activity, it affects me in this way. Mm-hmm. That's like a whole nother level of like enlightenment and, and like connection with our body. And Mm -hmm. the fix isn't so simple as a pill. I also believe that we have to think about and what I think for our listeners too, when it comes to health is health is not a point product. It's not like, it's not just a single point in your body. Health is, it's a total system thing, both internally and externally. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I don't think my mom listens to this podcast, but um, <laughs> that's twice in one episode that we're hoping people don't listen to. Us. <laughs> Karen's still in our budget. Um, he and I have very, very differing perspectives on health and medical approaches, and she has been working at the same pediatrics office since she was 19 years old. 
So she is very indoctrinated with the Western medicine world. Again, not saying it's it's bad. It's not Western versus Eastern whatever, or alternative, but they are different. So when I complain about a thing, her response is often take care of that thing. Or if she's like describing a friend that's like struggling with different health issues or even herself or her husband, you know, I'm like tuned in to like, okay, there's this little sign and there's this little sign and there's this little sign. And her approach is to treat the one thing, treat the one thing, treat the one thing, take the thing for that one thing, take the thing and not look at the whole picture to say, what are all of these symptoms? What are all of these signals my body is giving me to show what's the bigger picture? What's the deeper health issue here? And I think that, again, that is hard to do because when you start to dig into root causes of health, the answers are typically not what you want to take action on, like changing your diet or changing your lifestyle or changing your environment or, you know, those are hard things for anybody to have to change. But I would encourage for our listeners, if you are in a state of unhealth, take a moment and do exactly like what you said, do like that, like health audit. What are all Mm -hmm. of those signs? What What are the signals your body is giving to you? Our bodies are so smart. They're so smart. We Mm -hmm. just have to listen and then be willing to take action. Yeah. And I think also know that that you might have the answers within. Like, I think we're always looking for the answers externally. Like we're looking for the doctor to tell us the answer. We want to show up. We want to walk away with the simple answer. But the answers are not always simple, but also we're smart and and we might have the answers within ourselves. Yeah. I love Joshua Rosenthal from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. He always says that our bodies have the ability to heal themselves if given half the chance. And I think that's just a powerful reminder for each of us to take with us is Mm -hmm. not only do our bodies tell us what they need, And ultimately we are smart and we have the answers within, but when given half the chance, our bodies do have the ability to heal themselves. And so, you know, listen and then give your body half a chance to heal. Absolutely. And Caitlin and I are going to be answering some listener questions on Thursday on this topic of health. So I want you guys to take what we said today, think about it, maybe try a health audit on yourself and then tune in on Thursday to hear what our listeners need to know. Thank you. Did you love this episode? Support us by leaving a review and following us on Instagram at Podcast. Get to know me, Caitlin, better on Instagram at conscious underscore core underscore Caitlin and me Sue at Opal underscore wellness underscore studio. We clearly love our underscores. (laughs) Underscore that.